I was dreaming about Mama as that year started, and in my dream she was dancing all around the living room with her favorite honky-tonk music turned up just as loud as it would go. She was wearing her spangled dress and high heels, laughing and jiggling her head so that her all-over little golden curls went to dancing too, and the sequins on her dress sparkling, and the rhinestones in her dangle earrings just shining. In my dream, I was clapping my hands to the music and laughing with her, while she danced and danced and danced. Then a little something or other seemed to happen in the music, a sound that was high, like somebody whistling, and another sound, a fluttering sound so soft. Mama must have heard it too in my dream, because she stopped dancing for a little moment, and then she looked right at me with her eyes all blue and shining. Listen, sugar, he's singing for you. The honky-tonk music started fading away, And so did Mama, until all that was left of the dream was that high sound and the soft fluttering, them no longer in the dream but outside of it, outside of my window. Then I knew the coolness of the pillowcase against my cheek. Somewhere, a mockingbird was singing the most wobbly little song I ever heard. Why, it wasn't even dawn yet, maybe not even close to it, that's how dark it was outside. But still the mockingbird sang. He must have been in the big chinaberry tree in the yard, singing his heart out into the darkness. And the soft, fluttering sound was a big moth on my window screen, trying so hard to get inside to where the nightlight was glowing. I turned over onto my back and watched the dark ceiling and listened to the soft puppy squeak breathing coming from Molly and little Ellis, my little sister and brother, where they slept together in the bed across the room and to the crooked notes coming from the mockingbird. I guess he must have gotten awake too early, just like me. Maybe that's why his song was all wobbly and timid-sounding, like he wasn't sure if it was time to sing. Not so early, not before daylight. I knew what Mama would have said if she could have heard that mockingbird singing away in the dark. She would have said he was real young and hadn't quite learned his song yet. And in the center of the dark ceiling, I could see my mama's pretty face smiling down at me. The moth fluttered against the screen again. Molly murmured in her sleep. The bird kept on singing, and mama smiled at me from the ceiling, so that it all came together and made a music of its very own. I tried so hard to hold on to it, because I wanted to stay that way forever and ever, with mama so pretty and happy. But no matter how hard I tried to keep it all, I felt it just drain away, so slow-like, and what was real took its place. Mama couldn't dance anymore, couldn't even remember how to smile. Her just a little wasted person not much bigger than me, sitting so still and quiet in the corner of the couch, all drawn up and inside of herself, not seeing or hearing us, looking at nothing, and wearing a blue scarf on her head. Under the scarf, no blonde curls anymore. When Mama first started getting sick, Roy Ellis, my stepdaddy, told me she was going to be all right. But she just got sicker and sicker. Until finally she was so bad off that Roy Ellis had to take her to the hospital down in Louisville. He stayed there with her as much as he could. Had stayed almost all day long the day before, Saturday. But then he came home late in the afternoon, just after I'd fixed Molly and little Ellis their supper of grilled cheese sandwiches and saltine crackers and applesauce 
When I heard Roy Ellis coming up the steps to the front porch, I thought at first that Mama must be getting better, because he was singing, in your Easter bonnet, and he came into the kitchen carrying a big paper sack and smiling. I started to ask him about Mama, but when I looked at him, there was something in his eyes that stopped me. So instead, I said to little Ellis and Molly, You all eat your sandwiches before they get cold. Roy Ellis, you want me to fix you a grilled cheese? No, honey, thanks. I just want to show you all what I brought you, though. He started taking things out of the sack. Three cartons of eggs from the A&P down at Louisville, and a little box with Easter egg coloring tablets in it, and some cardboard punch-out bunnies and chickens for the eggs to sit in and look pretty, and some paper decals to stick on the eggs. After little Ellis and Molly finished their supper, Roy Ellis set about helping us to make colored eggs. He burned his fingers pretty bad on the pot of boiling water, but made himself say, shoot, instead of what he usually said.